You're listening to Destiny Podcast. Live your call, fulfill your destiny. Before we, you know, we go out to the word, let's just have a short moment of, of prayer. Lord, thank you so much for this time. Thank you for the awesome time of worship. And thank you, Lord God, for this opportunity to come and stand before you, our King. Father, we praise and worship you. We invite more of your presence in this place, God. Father, we pray that you use this time to speak to us, Lord. I'm praying for everyone listening right now. Father, I pray that you meet us even in our own homes, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, I pray, Lord, that, that you would hide me in the shadow of your wings, Lord. May your word be preached and ministered this morning, God. May you override any preparation that I may have made. And Lord, may your will be done this morning. Father, we love you and we praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. Oh, how I miss that. Hearing that amen. Let me start with this story. Before I give the title no, of what I'm going to share, let me start with the story. Maybe you've heard this before. A pig and a chicken are walking down the road. The chicken says, Hey pig, I was thinking we should open a restaurant. And the pig replies, Hmm, maybe. What would it call it? The chicken responds, How about ham and eggs? <laughs> the pig thinks for a moment and says, Ah, no thanks. I'd be committed, but you'd only be involved. <laughs> no, I was asked by, by Pastor Mike to, to, be, to, to, uh, no, to prepare for this morning. No? And in a, in our, one of our previous life groups, I shared about commitment. And we found that it could, uh, no, commitment goes hand in hand with vision. No? First, let's go to, uh, no, to, to commitment. Sabi nung, nung, nung baboy, no? Okay, no thanks. I would be committed. <laughs> In a ham and eggs restaurant. But you would only be involved. How so? And tali, mangitlog ng manok eh. <laughs> mangitlog lang siya, may eggs na, yung baboy. Pwede ba ba siya mangitlog tapos may ham na? Hindi. It would end entail him giving up his own life. Commitment. Vision and commitment go hand in hand. We, we uh, For the past few Sundays, no, we were in the series of, of vision. No? We found out that vision and commitment go hand in hand. How so? A person's commitments are in line with his vision. Check this out. No? If, you, if you look at the, the commitment of a, per, of a person, makikita mo, ano bang vision niya sa buhay niya? If you want to know what a person's vision is, try looking at his commitments. You want to know kung ano ba yung plano, yung vision ng isang tao. Try looking kung saan siya nakakumit. Let me read, to, to further emphasize on this, no? I've, I found two quotes on commitment and vision. Check this out. This is from James Womack. He said, Commitment unlocks the doors of imagination, allows vision, and gives us the right stuff to turn our dreams into reality. Wow! Commitment and vision, they go hand in hand. Commitment unlocks the doors of imagination and allows what? It allows vision. Tony Dungy said, the first step toward creating an improved future is developing the ability to envision it. Vision will ignite the fire of passion that fuels our commitment to do whatever it takes to achieve excellence. Wow. Okay, vision will ignite the fire 
of passion that fuels our commitment to do whatever it takes to achieve excellence. Are you losing fire? Sa mga commitment mo? Maybe you already lost sight of the vision of why you were doing those things. What is commitment? Before we go on to the vision part of this word, let's go to commitment first. What is commitment? Commitment, I found, is dedication to a particular organization, a cause or belief, and a willingness to get involved. Commitment is dedication to a particular organization, cause or belief, and a willingness to be involved. People who are committed to an organization or effort truly believe They truly believe that it is important and they show up, follow through, and stick with it. They stick with the commitment. I'm sharing this now because uh, for the past few weeks or months, I had, I had a problem with my vision and commitment as well. That's why the Lord now brought this, this word to my heart. I remember uh, Pastor Carlo uh, sharing one time now. Uh, Oh, by the way, hindi pala ako nagpakilala nung haba na ng intro. I'm JP for those of you ano, uh, who, don't, who, don't know, who don't know me. And in behalf of our pastors, Pastor Carlo and Pastor Shalini, we, we welcome you no, to, our, to our Destiny service. Especially if you're first time watching there, right there in your home. Hello, and why, why don't you comment first so that we would know that it's your first time uh, to be joining us. Okay, so go on, getting on with the word. No, Pastor Carlo mentioned what one time. He asked during one of his preachings, why is it, okay, why is it that when people are asked to drop commitments, okay, we have so many commitments, diba? That, that we go in, that we have in our lives. Why is it that when we are to drop commitments, our commitment to God is the first one to go? Hmm. Why is it that our commitment to serve God is the first one to go? This is real to my life. I remember talking with, with our pastor one and sabi ko, Kuya, sorry, sobrang busy ko sa work eh. Um, live na yung project namin. Kuya, papalam ako, hindi muna ako magsiserve. O alam mo, hindi muna ako magserve. Focus muna ako sa work. And you know, you know mga excuse na binibigay nyo rin. <laughs> na, na usual excuse na. Kunyari <laughs> pa kayo, hindi nyo alam. Yun rin yung sinasabi nyo eh. Busy po ako sa work. OT po eh. Ganyan. And then, Of course, our pastors should say, just, just go, but be sure that you, go, I know, you stay, uh, go to the prayer meetings and, and listen to the word. So I focus on work. Sabi ko, September lang, okay, taposin ko lang trabaho. September, October. And then when I saw that finally my work was medyo stable na, I felt a feeling that I felt, na, na tagal ko nang dinaramdaman. I felt emptiness. I felt a lack of purpose. A lack of meaning. Why? Yes, I may have excelled in my work. I may have medyo stable yung finances. But then, why do I feel this way right now? Why do I feel as if I'm not doing what I am supposed to do? Because I dropped my commitment to the Lord. I'm not even talking about going to church or serving in the worship team, or preaching here. I'm talking about small things, even as little as prayer, or doing your devotions. Bakit? Pag may kailangan i-drop na commitment, unang madadrop yung devotional time mo, yung prayer time mo sa Panginoon. Kasi sobrang busy kung daming ginagawa sa, sa work. 
eto, this, this, is, this is funny, no? You remember before the pandemic? Before the pandemic, yung pumapasok pa tayo sa trabaho natin. Anong number one excuse mo? Pag ano, hindi ka makapag-devotion, hindi ka makapag-serve. Kasi kung yan, traffic eh. Kasi <laughs> ano, ang haba ng biyay sort, tapos pag-uwi ko, pagod na ako. Ganun. Pandemic came, lahat tayo nasa bahay pa rin. But still, we have the same excuse. Eh, kasi ano eh, uti sa work eh, pagod na kapagod sa work, lagi na lang ako online. What does what does this tell what does this tell us? Work it was never the problem. It was our commitment. It was our heart. That's the root of the problem. Talking about commitments, no. How why do I was studying this online? I was searching on people people's commitments and different articles about commitments, and I found this out, no, that people commit our our commitments are like directly in proportion to our needs sa mga kailangan natin. Let's show this picture, no? Maslow's hierarchy of needs. Para kunyari matalino ako, may image akong ganyan. <laughs> Maslow's hierarchy of needs. What is our first need sa, sa pyramid, no? Biological and physiological. Oh, please pala, ano, guys, may timer tayo or it could signal me. Because I can preach all day if you want. <laughs> okay, biological and physio- physiological needs. What's that? Food, sleep, water. Next, safety. Okay, pag pag established na yung financial mo, yung safety mo naman, security, health, finances. So that's those are, those are the basic needs. Next, we go on to ano yung next needs. Pag na the solution na, na yung basic needs, so the psychological needs naman. Ganun ito. Love and belonging. We long for friendship. Intimacy, family, connections. We long for respect, status, recognition, strength, and self-esteem. And lastly, pinatoktok no self-fulfillment, self-actualization. Let's try to go on. To, let's try to ano to put this side by side with our story, no, the story of our lives. So, why do people commit? Number one. We commit because we expect a return of investment. Pagka-graduate mo ng college, what's the first commitment that you are trying to commit to? Work, di ba? Hanap tayo ng, ng trabaho. Okay. We, we commit to work. We commit to investment. Why? Because we are expecting a return. Para ma-providean yung biological, physiological needs natin. We're expecting a return. So we commit to work. And it's easy. To commit to that. It's so easy to commit to commit it. Kasi nakikita mo yung return eh. Uh, during, ano, uh, a month ago, me and my wife, we decided to invest no, to in, in balance, balance funds of investment of a particular company. And while we were taking the survey, may, 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 ano, eh, may questionnaire bago ka mag, ano, mag, mag-invest. Yung, yung tanong dun sa survey, how long are you willing to commit your funds for this investment? Five years? 10 years. You know what? It was so easy for me to click to click five years and give my money. Why? Because I know there's going to be a return. So people commit because we are expecting a return. Second, once established na yung finances mo, ano na yung susunod na hinahanap ng mga ng, ng tao, di ba? Psychological needs naman. Respect, status, recognition, strength, self-esteem. Second thing that, ano, second reason why people commit to specific causes is why? To find purpose. Find purpose. 
ito yung mga linyahan na my skills and talents could be used for a better cause. You know, in my accountability group, no, my, my friends there, so this, this is our usual discussion, no, mga, mga millennials. Parang hindi na ako bagay sa work ko. Parang hindi naman ako nagagamit. Then parang yung skills ko, hindi naman para dito. Check this out. Before you had work, ang unang problema mo lang, sana makakuha ako ng trabaho. Right? So magkakumbit ka. Makahanap ng trabaho. And then after that, what's your next commitment? No, pag, once you were already established, your finances, your safety, what's your next, ano, what's your next commitment? I think I, I need to find another position that would better suit me. Where I, wherein I could be recognized. Are we there? One of my, ano, one of my groupmates said this, no? I think I, I need, kailangan ko ng, ano, I think JP, I already need to, I need to find another work because I'm no longer growing in this company. I think my, I have a better purpose to be served in another company. Um, another story, this is, this is beautiful, no? If you know Carl, see Carl, hi Carl, if you're watching. Carl is one of uh, um, uh, servants here in Destiny South, no? Carl, he graduated as an electronics engineer and he had a good job in, saan nga ba yan? Dennis? Emerson. Wow. A good position. Engineer in Emerson. Career path ahead of him. And this is a brilliant guy. In the middle of his career, you know what he did? He stopped being an, an engineer and then enrolled in art class. <laughs> Bold move knowing that you have to provide for your family. He stopped being an engineer and then he, he started art class and then he became a painter. And right now, he has so many competitions na sinalihan niya wherein he won. Medyo nakikilala na, na siya ngayon sa, sa larangan ng, nagpag, ng pagpinta no? sa, here, in the, here in our country. Why? Because he, he realized na hindi ako para dito eh. Maybe I have a different purpose wherein I could be recognized. My skills will be put into better use. We commit, he committed, start to commit to art. Lastly, why do we commit? We commit because we want to find meaning. We want to find meaning. First, you get a job. Next, you find purpose and rec recognition. But what comes after that? Maybe for our friends who are already advancing years now in your retirement. What comes after that? Bill Gates, we, we know, no? one of the biggest uh, philanthropists that, that we have in our society. He shared this in one of his, ano, in one of his letters. No? Let me read this article for you. you know, we, all, we all know Bill Gates, right? Microsoft. <laughs> Let me read this for you. With a net worth of more than $90 billion, Microsoft co-founder Bill Gates is the second richest person in the world behind only Amazon founder Jeff Bezos, according to Forbes. He has so much money, in fact, that it has become a full-time job for him. His wife, Melinda, and 1,500 employees of the Bill and Melinda Gates Foundation to give it all away. Wow. Trabaho ni Bill Gates ngayon, mamigay ng pera. Hashtag sana all. So why do the Gates work so hard to give their billions to philanthropy? In the couple's 10th annual letter describing their foundation's charity work released Tuesday, the billionaires opened up about the subject. Okay, listen to this. 
He said, there are two reasons to do something like this. The letter says, referring to the $4 billion a year, the foundation spends in developing countries trying to end child mortality, distribute vaccinations, and improve access to education, plus another $500 million it shells out in the United States. First, why do they do that? First, it's meaningful work, according to the letter. Started developing Microsoft software, hardware in his garage, finding stability, and then finding purpose. And right now, at the top of his career, finding meaning. Why do people commit? Because we want to find a return. We want to find our purpose. We want to find meaning. We want to find meaning now. Here's the question. Why do, we, why do people, kanina tanong ko, no? Why is it easier to drop our commitment to God compared to our commitment to the world? Why? Because it is easier. Why do people commit to worldly causes but not to God? It is easier. Mas madali. Bahit mas madali? Because it is tangible. The returns, it's easily seen. Oy, madaling ano, madaling makita. Question. Or just to give an example. Investing in stocks versus investing in the church through tithes and offerings. Ano mas madali? Mag-invest sa stocks na alam mong tutubo, lalaki yung pera mo, o maghulog every Sunday. Tithes and offerings. What is easier? Quiet as a church here. <laughs> Mas madali mag-invest in stocks. Why? Because, kita mo agad eh. But you can easily see the return of your investment. Another example, para mas maano, ma, ma, ma-realize natin, no? Shopee. <laughs> Bakit mas madaling bumili ng mga bagay, mag-invest sa mga bagay sa mundo rather than committing your your work, your finances to God? Nyari, Shopee, ito. It's a little story, no? Nyari, 11-11. Ito, may padating. 12-12. 12-12 naman. So, hindi na natapos, no? Uh, Naalala mo yung binili mo ng 11-11? Here's a secret. Hindi mo naman talaga gusto yun, eh. <laughs> Tama ba? Sino sa inyo, nag-add to cart ka, tapos pagdating, ba't ko binili to? I'm gonna tell you why. Because one time you opened Shopee, you saw that object, you, you saw that particular ad. Tinignan mo, uy, okay to ah. Then, maybe you let it pass. Tapos, uh, after some more time, na nakita mo ulit sa Shopee, uy, may cashback na siya. May promo, free delivery. Mm, okay to ah. You know what social media, it's, it's, ano eh, no? it's like, uh, conniving and deceitful. Pag nag, alam mo, pag nag-shop ka sa Shopee, like other social media sites, they would share information. Nagtataka ka, yung tinitingnan ng objects sa Shopee, lalabas sila sa Facebook mo. Ipapakita sa'yo. <laughs> Tapos, the more that you see it, the more ka na-entice na bilhin. Tama ba? Di ba? Di mo naman talaga gusto yun, pero kakatingin mo, kakatingin at tingin mo, mamaya nasa cart mo na. Pag deliver sa bahay, bakit ko binili to? <laughs> Why? 
because here, nito na po mapasok yung vision part. You committed to buying that thing because that's what you kept on seeing. That's what you kept on seeing. Oh. Sa mga kalalaki yan, di ba? Oh, especially, you know, bakit, why are there so many uh, failed marriages? Mga nangangaliwa. Sa mga kalalaki yan. Kasi kung saan-saan tumitingin. Ayan. Una, tinignan lang yung profile sa Facebook. Maya-maya, minemessage na. Oh, kakatingin, kakatitig, biglang nagkaroon na ng ano eh, ng commitment para dun eh. Ay, huwag ka kasi tumingin, oh, I'm speaking to the married people, huwag ka kasi tumingin kung san-san. Okay, tingnan mo asawa mo. <laughs> okay, I, I remember nga, no, uh, there's this, this, this uh, nursery rhyme that, that my wife shared to me. I don't know if you, uh, if you heard this before, no? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Have <laughs> you heard that? Actually, I just recently heard it. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. For the Father up above looks down. Looks down below. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Okay, so next time, na magsashopee tayo. Next time, saan ka titingin? Bago ka tumingin sa kung saan-saan, no? Pag nakita mo, oh, ganda nung bag na to. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. <laughs> Oy, na, ano, nag-Facebook ka, may nakita ka. Oy, committed ka na, may girlfriend ka na, may nakita ka, ganda nung picture na to. Ah. Tapos tinitingnan mo, okay, una, tinitingnan mo, ito, gawain ng mga lalaki. Kiklik yung profile picture. Tapos swipe. Tinitingnan yung ibang picture. So, ano, kala ko, kala nyo, di ko alam. Okay? So, bago mo pa, bago pa mag-swipe ulit. Be careful, little eyes, what you see. <laughs> okay ba? Okay, so, so 12-12. Anong kanta natin bago ka mag-add to cart? Be careful, little eyes, what you see. Very good, children. <laughs> Be careful, little eyes, what you see. This, this is true. Even the Bible tells us. 1 John chapter 4. Verse 20, whoever claims to love God yet hates a brother or sister is a liar. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen cannot love God whom they have not seen. Okay, let me repeat that. For whoever does not love their brother and sister whom they have seen, nakita na, cannot love God whom they have not seen. What is this verse trying to tell us? It's trying to tell us, Two things. Number one, this verse tells us that it is easier to love what is seen than what is unseen. Tama ba? Bakit? Kasi nakikita mo na eh. You could easily see it. It's as easier to love this world and the investments of this world. Why? Because you could easily see the return. Pag nag-type ba ako sa Lord, makukuha ko agad yung return? Nakikita ko ba agad yung return? Maybe that's some of the inhibitions that, that we have. It is easier. Kaya sabi ng Lord, no, kung sasabihin mong, okay, mahal mo, pero hindi mo naman mahal yung taong, yung kapatid mo. Okay, recently, we've, you know, no, we had so many tragedies this 2020 from the pandemic, mga nawalan ng trabaho, tapos itong, yung bagyo, si Ulysses, nawalan ng bahay, nawalan ng kapamilya. 
Tapos tayo parang sa atin, wala lang. You could, we could easily say, Lord, I love you, I'm committed to you. But you can get yourself to help out with your brothers and sisters who are in need. Can you really say you are loving and committed to God? Kung sa bagay na nakikita mo, hindi ka makakumit, hindi mo magawang mahalin, hindi mo magawang tulungan. This verse also tells us another thing, no? This verse also tells us that we are to love both God and people. This is what sets the worldview of Christianity apart from other religions. We love God and we love people. Christianity's, Christianity's impact as a worldview, it is holistic. Okay, sinabi ng Lord na when we follow the Lord, we just don't commit to Him. We commit to His creation. We commit to His people. We love both God and we love people. Are we there? Going back to the question, why do people commit to worldly causes but not to God? Why do people commit to this world but not to God? Because they fail to see the value of committing to God. We fail to see. We were talking about kanina that there is a return. People commit so that because they expect a return, because they expect, expect to find purpose. They expect to find meaning. People fail to see. We fail to see right now that there is a return, that we can find purpose, and that we will find meaning when we commit and when we serve our God. We lack vision. We fail to commit because we lack vision. Title of what I'm going to be sharing is, the title of this message is Vision, Seeing Through Eyes of Faith. We need to start seeing once again through eyes of faith. Okay? We no longer see through eyes of faith. We look at the news. We look at what's happening. Hanggang doon na lang nakikita natin. Our vision has been limited to what we can see in this world. But church, I implore you, it's, begin, it's time to begin once again to look at this world, to look at our lives through eyes of faith. There's so many definitions of vision. No? But for this particular topic, I, I would like to stick to this. This came from Jonathan, Jonathan Swift. He said, vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. I love it. Vision is the art of seeing what is invisible to others. Visionaries have the capacity to see beyond what is happening in the world right now, to see beyond the current circumstance, and to dream of a better world, a better place. Hebrews chapter 11, verse 1. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for. And certain of what we do not see. Sounds familiar. Faith is being sure of what we hope for. And certain of what we do not see. What is it that we are hoping for? Let's go on with Hebrews 11. No? This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen 
was not made out of what was visible. Okay, I like us to linger here for a second. No? God said, so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Ano sinasabi ng Lord dito? Everything that we see right now in this world, it was made not by something that's visible. It was made by the invisible. Before this world that we lived in materialized, it was born out of the spirit, out of the, out of the power, out of the, mo- out of the mouth of our God who is spirit. What does this tell us, no? Like the unseen is even more important than what can be seen. Why? Because before everything that we see came into existence, there was God. In the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. See, we fail to see that. We put, we put so much value right now to our commitments to this world that we fail to see the value of what is unseen, that even before this, our commitments here in this world came into existence, there was God who started it all. And then you try to find purpose and meaning in the things of this world. That's where the problem deep in our heart starts. By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. And by faith, he still speaks, even though he is dead. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. He could not be found because God had taken him away. For before he was taken, he was commended as one who pleased God. And without faith, it is impossible to please God. Because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Let's read that again. And without faith, it is impossible to please God because anyone who comes to him must believe that he exists and that he rewards, he rewards those who earnestly seek him. Wow, this is something that we have forgotten. We are trying to get recognition and rewards from this world, from our investments in this world. That we forget, you know, we tend to forget that God rewards those who earnestly seek him. Question, anong gusto mong, saan mo gusto makakuha ng reward? Would you like to get recognition and reward from this world? Or would you like to get it from our God? These are the things that we fail to see. Question. What if you have already achieved all that you can in this life? Like, what's next? During my time na hindi ako nakakapag-serve masyado sa church, no? I was praying to God. And then God just whispered this to me. JP, why don't you think about this? No? What if, okay ka na sa work mo? What if, na-promote ka, your finances are more than enough? And what if, your business is already established? What if, everything that you dreamed of, in this world, nakuha mo na? Tinanong sa akin ng Lord. And then next question niya. JP, would you finally be happy if you get all your plans? 
if you finally reach all your plans? Would you finally be fulfilled? And I meditated upon it. I looked upon my heart. And I knew the answer. The Lord, even if I have, even if I gain so much money and recognition in this world, Lord, I know. I know the ending of this. I would feel empty. I would feel meaningless. See, that's the problem. We commit to this world to find purpose and, and return and investment. But at the end of it all, meaningless. One of my favorite no, no, comedians. I, I love watching uh, late night shows. One of my favorite hosts. I don't know if you know him. It's Conan O'Brien. Oh, yeah. You know what? I find that the funniest guys are the smartest. <laughs> really, kala mo nakakatawa lang sila but really funny guys they they are smart, you know. Conan O'Brien, he graduated from none other than Harvard. Harvard University. And one time he was invited, he was invited to this talk in Oxford naman. Okay, it's like the Harvard of ano, of of UK. He was invited to Oxford and then he was giving out a speech. So Conan O'Brien, he's a A-list, ano, uh, night late night show host no interviewing a listers so mga mga katrabaho niya mga kaibigan niya mga sikat sa hollywood and then he throws out this controversial statement sabi niya i would like everyone here to know that what those people portray in their social media i'm talking about the top a listers of hollywood I want you to know that what these people portray in their social media, uh, the difference between what they portray in their social media and their real life is monumental. The difference between what these people portray in their social media, the success the meaning that they try to portray in social media, and the difference between that and what's happening in their real life, it is monumental. Grabe yung difference. These people are into depression. These people are empty. Why? They're committed to the things of this world. And at the end of it all, they find it meaningless. Why? Vision was clouded. Nakalimutan na. Hindi na nakita. Yung invisible. They did not transcend from what is seen to what's unseen. I'm going to end with this. How do we see with eyes of faith? So yeah, I think this will be better with the keyboard background. I, I missed, this is one, one of the things I missed, is preaching while there's music in the background. How do we see? How do we begin to see again with eyes of faith? How do we regain our vision? Number one, hearing the word. How do we regain our faith? How do we see with eyes of faith? Number one, hearing the word. Romans 10 verse 17. Consequently, faith comes from hearing the message. And the message is heard through the word about Christ. Oh, I make no mistake. Faith comes from hearing and hearing the word. Faith comes from opening up your Bible and reading those verses. Faith comes from focusing your vision, your eyes on the things of God, not on the things of this world. 
You find yourself lacking faith, lacking vision right now. Check, uh, tingnan mo, ano man tinitingnan mo kasi sa buhay mo? Saan ka nakatingin? If you're lacking vision right now, if you're lacking faith, most probably, you are not looking at the Word. Nakakatawa nga, di ba? Sa Shopee, meron ng, may pinauso na, may pinauso na ngayon, Shopee Live. <laughs> so, dati ang potent na ng Shopee eh, no? Shopee at itself, it's already dangerous to us. So, ngayon may Shopee Live pa. Mas lumala. <laughs> and then, yung pag nag-Shopee Live ka, you, you, would, you would go there and then, di ba, the seller would said, oh, kanina tong ano, tong bag na to. Oh, Louis Vuitton. Pamain. Brown. <laughs> Pamain. Purple. Ayan. Tapos, the, the people in the Shopee Live, wala sila, mine, mine, brown, mine, brown. Tapos ikaw, wala ka na, hindi mo naman talaga gusto yun eh. <laughs> Tama ba? Hindi mo naman talaga gusto yun. Pero lagi mo nakikita sa live, tapos nakita mo yung ibang tao, gusto nila yun, parang ikaw, gusto mo na rin. Mamaya ikaw nagmamahin ka na rin. Mine, mine. Pagdating sa bahay, bakit kuminahin? <laughs> there's something that we should mine right now, it's God's Word. It's God's Word. Yung nagbabasa ka ng Bible, nabasa mo bigla, for I know the plans I have for you, says the Lord. Plans to prosper you, not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and the future. Lord, mine! Akin yan. Noon dapat tayo tumitingin eh. Be careful, little eyes. What you see? Second, how do we see with eyes of faith? Know that there is provision with God. Going back to why do people commit? They, we commit because we are expecting a return of our investment. We expect provision. We tend to forget that the greatest provision comes not from this world, but from our God. Matthew chapter 6, verse 31. Therefore, do not be anxious, saying, What shall we eat? Or what shall we drink? Or what shall we, we what shall we wear? For the Gentiles seek after all these things, and our heavenly Father knows that you need them all. But seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be added to you. Let me speak that to you right now, okay? If you're watching watching live right now. Eto imain mo to. Eto in dapat mong imain, no? Seek first the kingdom of God and His righteousness, and all these things will be given to you. We keep on seeking for recognition and, and finances, material things from this world, forgetting that when you seek God, everything else would follow you. Everything else would follow you. Listen to this. The more you commit to the Lord, I want to challenge you this. The more, the more you commit to the Lord, the more you will see His provision. I'm telling you, the more you commit to the Lord, the more you would see His provision. Charles Stanley, I was listening to his podcast one time. He said, no, there's this one thinking that, that we have as Christians. No? Bakit parang mas on fire ako nung bagong Christian pa lang ako? When I was still a baby Christian, you remember when you were a baby Christian? Like, we did crazy things, right? We shared in so many places, classroom evangelists. Ang dami natin ginawa. Naalala ko, nag-house to house pa ako nung baby Christian ako. House to house. Tapos, 
yung isang kinatok ko na bahay, okay, sabi ko, uh, pwede ko buka yung ano, pag-pray. Pinagmumura ako bigla, anong nasa loob ng ano, bahay. Tutya! Tutya! Anong pray-pray yung ano? Sinasabi mo, hindi para po mabayayaan lang kayo para ma-bless po kayo. Anong bayayaan yung sinasabi mo? <laughs> And then, I still went to, no? <laughs> Going to different houses. Like, you were crazy. And then, we get to thinking sometimes, bakit parang mas mahal ko si Lord kung baby Christian ako? Bakit parang mas on fire ako before? You know what Charles Stanley said? You know what? That thinking is demonic. That thinking is demonic. Why? Because the more years you spend with God, the more years that you commit to God, the more you see His miracles, His power, His provision working in your life. And the more that you see that in your life, the more you fall in love with Him. The more you realize that, grabe, maalaman ako ng Panginoon. He never let me go. He never abandoned me. And maybe you're listening right now. You're here right now listening to this and you forgot that. Grabe, was there ever a time that the Lord abandoned you? why do we abandon him has there has it, was there ever a time that the lord lost his commitment to you but why is it that when we are asked to drop commitments it is our commitment to him that drops first the more we spend years in god's providence the more we realize grabe malamalaw ng panginoon grabe yung ginawa niya para sa akin I want to share this story. No? Some of you don't know. Now, uh, we, were, we, were prepared, we were preparing this place. We were cleaning that third floor. And then while we were cleaning, one of the workers, no, you know what? I, I don't want to take this time to appreciate all the workers from the staff, from the volunteers. No? You may be thinking now, walang return. <laughs> But I'm telling you, everything that you've done for the Lord, it will not be put to waste. I'm telling you right now, you feel that you're not appreciated, you feel like no one sees that. Tell, I'm here to tell you right now, the Lord sees you. And we need to, we just need to see it with eyes of faith. Naglilinis kami, no, I was vacuuming in the third floor. And one of our, uh, our volunteers, Darwin, no, I think he was wiping glass. And you know what he was doing while he was wiping? He was worshiping doesn't matter what I feel doesn't matter what I see my hope will always be in your promises to me wow beautiful maybe I will not get recognition in this world maybe I would not get that return in this world but I know one time one day I'm gonna stand before my God And His promise will never fail me. He will never fail me. Last, know that we will find purpose and meaning. We will find purpose and meaning with God and with God alone. One of my favorite books in the Bible, Ecclesiastes, Solomon, the great King Solomon, begins that verse with this. Meaningless, meaningless. Everything under the sun is meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Solomon, the greatest king of Israel. Solomon, where during his time, Israel was its 
was at its peak. Our gold and silver were made available as much as rocks in Israel during his time. And he begins to say this, meaningless, meaningless, meaningless. Everything under the sun is meaningless. A chasing after the wind. Ecclesiastes chapter 2, verse 4 to 9. He said, I undertook great projects. I built houses for myself and planted vineyards. I made gardens and parks and planted all kinds of fruit trees in them. I made reservoirs to water grove, water groves of flourishing trees. I bought male and female slaves and had other slaves who were born in my house. I also owned more herds and flocks than anyone in Jerusalem before me. I amassed silver and gold for myself and the treasure of kings and provinces. I acquired male and female singers and a, and a harem as well, the delights of a man's heart. I became greater by far than anyone in Jerusalem before me. In all this, my wisdom stayed with me. This was a man who achieved everything, committed his life, finding meaning in this world and purpose. Ecclesiastes 2, verse 16 to 18. Begins concluding with this. For the wise, like the fool, will not be long remembered. The days have already come when both have been forgotten. Like the fool, the wise too must die. So I hated life. Because the work that is done under the sun was grievous to me. All of it is meaningless. A chasing after the wind. I hated all the things I had toiled for under the sun because I must leave them to the one who comes after me. Here's a picture of a man at the top of his life, of his career, got everything, trying to find purpose and meaning, but ended up failing. Do you know? Would you like to know how he concludes this? How does he conclude this chapter? Ecclesiastes chapter 12. Verse 13. Now all has been heard. Here is the conclusion of the matter. Fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. Fear God and keep His commandments. For this is the duty of all mankind. What is duty? A moral or legal obligation, a responsibility, a commitment. This is our commitment. This is what we were made to do. This is what we were born to do. I love how Solomon started this. Everything under the sun is meaningless. You know, there's a deeper meaning to that in the Jewish culture. You know why he stated that? Everything under the sun. When you say everything under the sun is meaningless, he was the Jews. The Hebrews were pertaining to everything in creation. Everything that was created. Everything that is visible. Everything that is under the sun is meaningless. He was trying to imply two things there. Everything under the sun is meaningless. But what is above the sun? What, was he, what is he trying to tell here? No? Everything in this world under the sun, it is meaningless. But the one who created the sun, the one who created everything under the sun, he is the one who gives true meaning in our lives. Solomon saw that 
Solomon saw that and so many other people in the Bible. No? We need to once again see in the eyes of faith. We need to transcend from see, seeing what, he, what is here in this world to seeing what is beyond. Now, it wasn't only Solomon who saw that. Let me read again Hebrews 11. And I want you to listen to this closely. These were men of faith who saw beyond what was going on and fixed their eyes to their God. Let me read this verse again. Now faith is being sure of what we hope for and certain of what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commanded for. This is what people are commanded for. They see with the eyes of faith. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that it was seen for, so, so that what is seen was not made out of what, what's visible. Listen to this. By faith, Abel offered God a better sacrifice than Cain did. By faith, he was commended as a righteous man when God spoke well of his offerings. By, and by faith, he still speaks even though he's dead. Grabe! Why? By faith, a, Abel, Abel saw it. Itong offering ito, this best sheep in my flock, this is nothing compared to what my God can give me, to what He provided me. So I'm going to offer it to the Lord. Why? Because He saw a greater return, greater than His flock, a greater reward in His God. And when He did that, grabe, what was what was said of Him? By faith, He was commended. Wow! What commendation are we looking for? Commendation from this world? Or when the time comes when you stand before Him. Hearing that divine accolade. Well done, my good and faithful servant. By faith, Enoch was taken from this life so that he did not experience death. Grabe! Noah, building a ship, tinatawanan ng ibang tao. No, ano kinagawa mo? Ba't ka bumibigay? ng barko? What are you doing? That's pointless. That's meaningless. But Noah, he saw it with the eyes of faith. My God told me to build this. He has supported us. I'm going to build it. And he was commended because of his faith. By faith, Abraham, when called to go to a place, he would later receive his inheritance, obeyed, and went. Even though he did not know where he was going. By faith, he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. He lived in tents as did Isaac and Jacob who have heirs with him of the same promise. Listen, for he was looking forward to the city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. Abraham wasn't looking at a worldly mansion. He wasn't looking at a good place, a good tent. He was looking grabe, in a city with foundations whose architect and builder is God. By faith, Abraham, even though he was past age and Sarah herself was barren, was enabled to become a father because he considered him faithful who made his promise. Wow! You know the story. Grabe, Abraham, like over 90 years old with his wife. No way that they could no possible way in this world that they could have their own child but what it said here by faith he believed he saw what is unseen I'm gonna have a child because my God said so are you gonna tell me like you could have a better return of investment in this world 
that you could find purpose and meaning in this world other like, more than than our God. Like when the world tells you you're gonna, they're not going to have a child, God would tell you otherwise. All these people were still living by faith when they died. Listen, they did not receive the things promised. They only saw them and welcomed them from a distance. And they admitted that they were aliens and strangers of the earth. Wow, church, my dear brothers and sisters, there's one thing I want you to take away right now. It's this, no? We need to see ourselves. We need to admit that we are aliens and strangers on this earth. This is not our home. This is not our home. Let's not commit our life like getting the riches of this world. This is not our home. People who say such things show that they are looking for a country of their own. If they had been thinking of the country they had left, they would have had opportunity to return. Instead, they were longing, listen, for a better country, a heavenly one. Therefore, God is not ashamed to be called their God, for He has prepared a city for them. We need to be longing for a better country. A heavenly one. We want to see with eyes of faith once again. We need to see, know that there's beyond something beyond this world. Rick Warren, when he was asked one time, what is the meaning of life? What is the purpose of life? Life, he said, is preparation for eternity. This is just the warm-up act, the dress rehearsal. We are made by God and for God. And until you figure that out, life's not going to make any sense. Life's not going to make any sense. Okay, I'm done. just want to read this last poem to close. I think this poem would better encompass what we're going through. As creatures, no? only one life by city stud. Only one life. Two little lines I heard one day, travel on, traveling along life's busy way, bringing conviction to my heart and from my mind would not depart. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. And dear brothers and sisters, only one life we have and soon it will be past all our commitments everything in this world it will pass only what's done for Christ will last we need to see it in eyes of faith only one life yes only one soon will its fleeting hours be done then in that day my Lord to meet and stand before his judgment seat only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, the still small voice, gently pleads for a better choice, bidding me selfish aims to leave and to God's holy will to cleave. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Have you ever heard that? That still small voice begging you, my son, my daughter, there's a better choice. You're listening right now. I want to tell there is a better choice. And the Lord is telling you, Anak, there's a better choice. It's a still small voice telling you, there's a better, better choice. 
Only one life, a few brief years, each with its burden, hopes, and fears. Each with its days, I must fulfill, living for self or in His will. Only one life, till soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Only one life, till soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. 1 Corinthians chapter 9, verse 25. Everyone who competes in the games goes into strict training. Commit into strict training. They do it to get a crown that will not last. But we do it to get a crown that will last forever. We do it for a crown that will last forever. Let's begin to see it once again. Let's pray. Lord allow allow the Lord to show you right now what what are your commitments what are the things that you put your time in in this life only one life the still small voice gently pleads for a better choice bidding me selfish aims to leave and to God's holy will to cleave. Once again, we need to hear that voice bidding your selfish aims to leave, to God's holy will to cleave. Only one life will soon be passed. Only what's done for Christ will last. Father, forgive us, God, for failing to see the rewards that we will get in you. Forgive us, Lord, for focusing too much on this world, not seeing what you have prepared for us, not seeing that we are just strangers in this country, that you have prepared, that you have prepared a heavenly home, that our reward is in you, that there's no better investment, there's no better commitment or cause that we could give our lives to other than yours, Lord, other than yours. And I just tell that to the Lord. Lord, I want to commit to you again, God. Lord, this, this world will not give purpose or meaning to my life, God. Only in serving you, only in loving you, only in reading your word will I find true purpose. Will I find true meaning? God, I commit my life to you again. Lord, I, would, I want to serve you. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Jesus name maybe you're here for the first time listening for the first time or maybe tagal mo na sa church nawala na yung commitment something that is going to be a reminder God loves us so much He was committed enough to give His life for you Lord, thank you for reminding us, Lord, that yes, there was such a person who walked with such commitment and it was you, you were so committed to me because you saw me. You saw me in my sin. You saw me in my unworthiness and yet you died for me. You paid. You paid, Lord, for my wrongdoings because you love me so much. You want to be with me. You're that person. You want to tell the Lord, Lord, 
Thank you for your commitment. Thank you for giving me away. I want to accept you. I want to live my life for you. I want to commit to you the way you committed to me. I want you to pray this prayer right now. Lord Jesus, thank you for my life. Thank you for dying on the cross for me. Thank you for committing to save me. Thank you for your love. I see it right now. I see it once again. The love of a father. Thank you. Father, this morning I accept you in my life as my Lord and my Savior. And I commit my life to you. To love you the rest of my days. In Jesus' name. I want to pray for you and everyone before we end. Father, thank you so much for this time. Thank you so much for your word. Father, I pray that you bless everyone listening right now in their homes and even here in a church. Father, I pray that you cover them. I pray that you bless them. Father, I pray that you grant them that joy once again of finding meaning and true purpose in committing their lives to you, God. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name, Father, bless them and watch over them, Lord. I declare... I declare that God, no sickness, no virus, Lord, could ever infect them or their families, Lord. In Jesus' name, I declare that you would cover them, Lord, in the name of Jesus. Father, we love you. We praise you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You're listening to audio from Destiny Church. If you would like to check more resources or donate to this ministry, you can download the Destiny Church PH official app or log on to www.destinychurch.ph slash give.